What's up, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. I am your host, Mitchell Manis, here with my co-host, Jack. How you doing today? Fine, I guess. Oh, God, that, that was so uninspiring. How you doing, Fine? How you doing, Fine, I guess. Well, it's just kind should... of weird because we've been with each other all day. <laughs> well, you should be enthusiastic because you know what today is. Um, I don't know, and no one else knows, so you should tell them. <laughs> today is Mock Draft Monday. So, Mock Draft Monday is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. It's we, we will be on Monday. We'll be doing a mock draft, and the day you're listening to us, this, unless you're listening to it late, if you listen to it the day it comes out, you'll be listening to us on Monday. Hence the name Mock Draft Monday. Um, yeah, so we're going to be trying to do a little bit more of these, hopefully on Monday, so we can call them Mock Draft Monday. Um, as the fantasy football season approaches, uh, to help you guys with our draft, excuse me, your draft, not our draft. We will help you guys with your draft. And, um, yeah, we'll be trying a couple different things out, different league sizes, different draft positions, different league formats, all that kind of – all that jazz. So stra- strap in and uh, get ready for some fantasy football advice. Uh, <laughs> um, why don't you uh, tell the people, tell Hogline Nation – what today's draft is going to look like, like the, the league settings and whatnot. The draft configuration via fantasypros.com. Um, half PPR, 10 teams, uh, one quarter. The roster looks like one quarterback, two running back, three wide receiver, one tight end, a flex, no kicker defense, and then six bench. So it'll be 14 round mock draft, if my math is correct. And our draft position will be randomized, and I'm going to hit randomize. We are drafting second. How do you feel about second? Uh, second is um, preferable. All right. I mean, I like it a lot because we're going to be locked in either Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley. However, um, yeah, for some reason, I just feel like the team that drafts like, oh, we're exactly where you want doesn't always end up that way because it's – I don't know. Anyway, Christian McCaffrey is the first one off the board. And I feel like it's a pretty easy choice in my opinion. But uh, I think Saquon Barkley is the pick here. Yes, I get Saquon over McCaffrey. You know, I was, I was thinking about that for a while. Um, but the more I thought about it, the more I think I would go with Christian McCaffrey at first overall. Um, just cause, I mean, he will see some regression, but he's, uh, I don't know. Even if he does see some regression, he's still going to, he would still be the RB one. Even if he regressed a lot, cause he had that special of a season last year. Um, I'm just well, looking Saquon up some, was hurt a lot of seasons. So, right. So Saquon misses, uh, three and three quarters of a game essentially. And even when he returned last season, uh, I believe that was week seven, I believe he returned last year. Um, he still was playing through some injuries. Right. So there is that. I'm looking at his uh, – I mean, last year he still eclipsed 1,000 rushing yards. He had 1,003 yards, 
um, on 217 carries, only had six rushing touchdowns, and he had 52 catches, 438 yards, and two receiving touchdowns. He saw 73 targets. Um, Saquon's, you know, the definition of a workhorse. He's going to get 18 to 20 carries and should see four to six catches every game. And he's a he's always a big play threat. So I mean, I think Saquon's the easy pick here. If you're going to pick anyone else, you're probably going to go with either Zeke or Kamara. Um, this is a little different than a typical league than we usually play with because this is we set this to three wide receivers, right? So wide receiver is a little bit more of a priority in a three-receiver league as opposed to a two-receiver league. Um, but nonetheless, you know, the running back position is very shallow, so we got to secure that. Let's smash this draft button. We drafted Saquon. Yeah, Fan- Fantasy Pro's Draft Wizard is such a good platform to mock draft on just because it just goes so fast. Like, you right. can whip these out so quickly. Whenever I discovered this, I was like, I mean, there's just no going back at that point because I, I, li- I mean, I'm an, I'm an addict, um, but I do, like fi- <laughs> I do like five of these a day, so. But it's just so fast, so, yeah. All right, so why don't we read off who went after, after Saquon here, just so we can give the listeners um, a rundown of what happened. Um, all right, so it was McCaffrey, then Saquon, then Zeke, Kamara, Devontae Adams, Dalvin Cook, Michael Thomas, Derrick Henry, Terry Kill, Joe Mixon to round out the first round at 201, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio, Chris Godwin, Kenyon Drake, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders, Patrick Mahomes, and then our pick at 209. How do you feel about Kenyon Drake? Oh, wow. Fireworks in the distance. It is – spoiler we're not recording this on a Monday. This is uh, recording on 4th of July. Sorry to ruin the surprise, everyone. Wow, um, you ruined this. Um, well, Kenyon Drake at 204 I think is crazy. Yeah, that's a that's a little too rich for my blood. I know there's a there's a ton of analysts out there who um, are falling in love with Kenyon Drake. Uh, a lot of a lot of them have him anywhere from like twelve to twenty. Um, so he's going like pretty much mid round two, but it's just that's just not for me. I mean, I you know me, I'm I'm big on the Cardinals. Love Kyler Murray. DeAndre Hopkins is great, but for some reason, I just I can't really get behind Kenyon Drake. I think the Cardinals are going to throw a lot still. Exactly. I know yeah. once once Kenyon Drake did arrive, their rushing attempts went way up compared to what they were. Um, yeah, but now DeAndre Hopkins is arriving, so he warrants so far more res- attention and scheme, and they're going to be focused. As you said, they're going to be more uh, focused on their pass game, and I was never been a, been a I've never been a big Kenyon Drake fan anyway. Um, early second round is way too high for me. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't mean to harp on that. I just I thought that was interesting how he went at 204. Yeah. Um, that's definitely – it definitely catches my eye. Anyway, um, so you read off everyone. Let's look at who's available here for us at pick 209. I can't wait to argue over this. Um, Travis Kelsey's available. Aaron Jones, Kenny Galladay, George Kittle. Austin Eckler, Mike Evans, Al Robinson, Lamar Jackson, Amari Cooper. All right. So, you know, this isn't a um, – it's not an easy pick for me. 
because there are there are a couple guys that I would be considering here. Um, ah, this is tough. It really does change things. I don't really do too many mock drafts with three wide receivers. I know I said that a, a minute ago, but I feel like if we did go super super running back heavy, I feel like our wide receivers would be kind of lacking in this league where you need to start three of them. I don't know how you feel about that. Just like if this was a two wide receiver league, I have no problem at all. Like even going running back, running back, running back, just because like, and then I would load up receivers late. Um, but this does change things for me a little bit. So well, what's your initial reaction here? Um, part of me wants to go another running back here uh, because even though, as you said, this is a three receiver league and two receivers may sh- uh, should possibly be a little more emphasized than what you'd normally think. I really value the running back position in fantasy just because um, there's they're harder to come by. And, um, yeah, that's – I mean, that would just be why I want to secure two solid running backs in Saquon and someone else, uh, depending on who's there. Um, because, again, we have – we're picking again in three – Two or two picks in us again. So, um, I definitely think I definitely think the move is getting one of each here. Right. Yes. Definitely. Um, I think we you, could. Um, who do you want to get with this first? So, if I, if we're gonna if we want to get receiver here, in my opinion, the pick is easily Kenny Galladay. Right. I think he's gonna have a, a fantastic year. Um, Matthew Stafford was the QB six from weeks one through nine last year before he went down and was out for the entire season. Um, Kenny Galladay led the league in receiving touchdowns last year. He is locked and loaded as the number one guy in Detroit and I'm all over Kenny Galladay. Um, I think this is a perfect spot for him. I mean, you're pulling up the, this here. He's a little, I mean, he's a little, uh, less valuable in PPR leagues. Um, but this is half, so it's all right by, by my book. If this was PPR, I'd maybe look otherwise. I think there's guys that are going to catch way more balls than him, um, like possibly Juju, DJ Moore, uh, some of these other guys that were around his ADP. Um, but, I mean, yeah, he only had 116 targets last year. I don't know how too, if that'll go up too much more. Maybe he'll get around 120. Um, so he's he's – Definitely like a, you know, 70 to 80 catch guy. Um, but he's obviously a big, big frame. So he's going to be a, a red zone target. Obviously, he led the league in touchdowns last year. Um, so I love Kenny Galladay. If we're going to go receiver, I mean, if I, I actually think he might be the pick here for me because I there's right. a couple of running backs I do like here that could fall to us in round three. I love Austin Eckler a lot. Um and obviously, everyone knows I love Clyde. So if he, I would, right. I think no, pro- no problem taking him there at and uh, three point two. Yeah. So I think we should go Galladay here, and then if we were to go running back, I'd want to get Eckler. Aaron Jones is there. I'd rather get Eckler. However, I feel like we could wait on Clyde, and I'm pretty indifferent between Eckler and Clyde. Who do you think is gonna have a better season, Eckler or Clyde? Oof. That is tough. Oh, you think I'm going to go ahead and draft Kenny Galladay? What do you think? Uh, I'm going to say uh, – I'm going to say Clyde. Yeah. Just by, like, a little bit. 
and it might sound a little crazy, but I just I like them that much. So that picks I, it. Sorry. Sorry. No, never mind. I was done. We can talk about them here anyway. Yeah. So the picks that went are Aaron Jones and Lamar Jackson. So now we do have our choice of Clyde versus Eckler. Um. I don't know. By the way, I, sorry, sorry to cut you off. I probably should have said this at the beginning, but if my sound quality does sound a little uh, subpar, not what it, not what you're used to hearing, it's because I'm recording this on my phone. I'm using Apple headphones, so um, sorry. Just a little disclaimer there. We can get back to the the mock draft here. It's okay. Um, I know you're not going to agree, but like, no, I, it's hard to pass. It. It's it's hard to pass up Travis Kelsey. I don't care. I think there's too much value late in tight ends. There's too much late round value in tight ends. That that's just been my strategy for a lot of mock drafts this off season. And again, I really want to secure this running back position. Yeah. No. I mean, I I def I don't feel comfortable unless I have two running backs in my first three picks or at least four picks. So that would be, you know, it would kind of set a running back death back too far. And especially because there's still Austin Eckler and Clyde Edwards Hilaire, two names I really love still available. So that's, that makes it a little hard to, to try to get Travis Kelly here. Anyway, um, I think we should get Clyde just because I'm just so excited for the, um, the Chiefs offense. I mean, such a potent offense as we all know. And, uh, you know, you might not see the, the value you want in the first month of the season, but I'm telling you guys, Damian Williams, like, I know everyone's just fresh off that Super Bowl performance where he went off, had, you know, 120-plus total yards and two touchdowns. But it's just he's, he never completes a full season. He's 28 years old. He's often injured. And Clyde's just flat-out better and fits the scheme so much more. So – October, November comes around, you're going to be very happy you got him, although it may take a little bit. Um, but we can go ahead and draft him here. Hopefully, I, we can maybe get someone like – someone I like pairing with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I know it's not a sexy pick, but I think Mark Ingram could be a good pick just because, you know, he's a veteran guy, and I think it's smart to pair a veteran running back here if you're going to go Clyde just so you have some, some stability in the first – four weeks of the season just in case Clyde takes a little bit to get going. I don't know how you feel about that. Honestly, maybe yeah. we could maybe we could even get Damian Williams. I know that that just just to have both just in case Damian Williams has a little bit more Right. I wouldn't want to invest high draft capital on Damian Williams, but um especially I mean we we'd be getting him for handcuff purposes, but like since we invested so highly in Clyde, I don't want to invest highly in Damian Williams when he's like theoretically I, I, a guy we should be rooting against. Right. Know? That makes sense. But I think, I think he's going in like the ninth round. So I would be fine mm -hmm. with it. If it was the ninth round. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Um, um, all right. So yeah, let's, let's give a recap of who went because there was a ton of picks that just went. I'll read them off after Clyde went Travis Kelsey, then Alad Robinson, DJ Moore, Austin Eckler, Juju, George Kittle, Mike Evans, Amari Cooper. The fourth round goes Adam Thielen, Odell, Todd Gurley, Calvin Ridley, Cooper Cup, Melvin Gordon, Robert Woods, and Mark Andrews. We're up at 409. Um, some names that we could be considering at 409. Uh, keep in mind that we have uh, Saquon, Clyde, and Kenny Galladay. Uh, there's Leonard Fournette's available, Chris Carson's available, A.J. Brown, James Conner, Le'Veon Bell. 
Cortland Sutton, David Johnson, Keenan Allen, Tato Lockett. Um, what do you think? Oh, man, it's a shame Robert Woods is gone. I, um, I love Robert Woods this year, too. Yeah. Um, for me, the pick is uh, A.J. Brown. I've been getting a lot of A.J. Brown. Uh, he had a fantastic rookie season. I think he had 1,057 yards and eight touchdowns. I don't know if you want to click on him and see. Let's see if I was right. Uh, 1,051 and nine. Nine touchdowns. So, yeah, fantastic year, even with playing with Mariota for, you know, the first six to eight weeks of the season. I don't know how long he was there, but um, A.J. Brown's just so solid. He's There's no – it's a lot of it's the eye test of me. I love watching him play, and he's so good, and I just think that he's got a similar – you remember the year that Antonio Brown was – I know a very similar name, obviously, but you remember the year he was going in, like, the, the, fourth, or, the fourth or fifth round? He was coming off that year. I got him that year in 2013, I think. Right. And then he, he kind of took the next step the year after that. Yeah. But no, no, you didn't get him in 2015. I did. I, that's the year I so won. 2013. The 2013. I, yeah. So it was the year before he really exploded. Yeah, because that was, was the year going, I had him and A.J. Green, and they couldn't combine for 10 points on Monday night to win. Right. So I think we could see a similar type of progression in A.J. Brown where he's going in like the fourth or fifth round and he just really takes the next step. Um, I don't know. I'm really high on A.J. Brown and I would gladly take him here, especially because he's our wide receiver too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have other ideas, but that's what I would get. Yeah, he's the clear pick for me. I want to go receiver here because there's a lot of running backs here and – that I value similar that similarly that will fall to us with our next pick. Um, yeah. And then AJ Brown, I'd take over Corlin Sutton. I'd kind of, I really like Tyler Lockett, but I, I think I'd go AJ Brown. So we're going to draft AJ Brown. I think AJ Brown has way more upside than Tyler Lockett. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, we drafted AJ Brown and then next went Leonard Fournette and T Y. Thank you. Oh, that T.Y. pick is awful. Jesus. Um, who is this? Tyler Drafton? All right, so we put uh, picks to consider. Chris Carson, James Conner, Le'Veon Bell, Quilton Sun, David Johnson, Keenan Allen, Tyler Lockett, Ertz. Um, I know I don't know how you feel about Ertz, but I would can I don't know if I'm gonna I would pick him here, but I would definitely consider him here. Uh, again, I'm not big on – I mean, it's not that early. We're in the fifth round. I'm not big on tight ends even this early. So, I really wouldn't be considering him here. Um, Man, I – Chris Carson in the fifth round is so late. He should be going in, like, the late third, early fourth, in my opinion. Like, I, in my opinion, we're getting him at a round discount. Although, I do think – Le'Veon Bell has a lot of pass catching upside. He catches a lot, even in a terrible year last year. Click on him. I think he still had like he caught like sixty balls. Yeah, sixty six catches in a year that he sucked. I like that. And then, I mean, he had two hundred two hundred forty five carries. Um, there go the fireworks again. I don't uh I I don't I don't know that number probably will stay around the same maybe even come down slightly 
Um, so he'll still be around 220 to 250 carries. But, I mean, you'd have to think he he's going to improve from 3.2 yards per carry, which is god-awful. I don't know how much he, it will. I mean, what they do this O-line. Actually, they, they, they did spend their first round on an O-line. Um, so they sign, uh, they sign George Fant. Um, I believe he came over from Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. They signed another guy who was blanking on his name. Uh, but he, he, I don't think he's a big name. And obviously they invest a first round pick in Makai Becton. So they did, they did make a lot of moves to improve it. Um, offensive lines, I guess, you know, it's, it's a position that you need cohesion and you need to play with each other um, to really, you know, gel. Um, so, you know, all your problems aren't going to be fixed by week one, but maybe by mid season, if they're, you know, consistently playing with each other and there's no, coronavirus or injuries uh, for their offensive line. Anyway, I re- I th- he'd have to, you know, I really don't think 3.2 yards per carry will come again. I don't think he's going to be great. I don't think he'll be up in the 4-2 range. He may not even get to 4, but I believe he'll I – mean, I'd have to think he'll get, like, high threes. Um, um, I don't know. It just I, – I think fifth round for Le'Veon, I feel like he's safe. I think he was the – if I'm not mistaken, I believe he was, like – he was definitely a solid RB2 last year. He was definitely in, like, the RB15 range. And if that's his floor, because I really think last season's his floor, barring injuries. Like, if he plays, I think with the volume he's going to get, that's going to be his floor. I really think um... – Anyway, so, I, I mean, it, it's between Connor Car- – Carson, ah, Carson seems so late, though. I would feel weird passing on him in the fifth round. I mean, I want to get Connor. <laughs> I want to get James Connor. Maybe my body is showing, but if I get full, I'm I am genuinely confident in his health going into the season. And if I get a full season of James Connor, that's an RB one. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, we listened to the episode of Brodo, but they said if you if you if you knew you were getting 16 games out of James Connor, where would you take him? Right, I he he's an RB one, and I think I'm taking he, I'm taking him early round two. Yeah, maybe even late round one, and I think that, um, that's the best upside here. I really don't trust Chris Carson's health. Um, and Le'Veon again, I think he does have a high floor, but I think his ceiling's limited with that O line and being on the Jets. Um, yeah, the scoring opportunities might not be there for him. Right. I would definitely lean James Conner. What would you well, – I mean, between those three, who would you get? I'd probably go with Carson, but let's go with James Conner. Um, the offense – I mean, the Seattle offense is too good too, and they, they will definitely be run heavy. Um, people who are scared of uh, the Carlos – excuse me, Carlos Hyde signing for Seattle, I would not be because Carlos Hyde's old and – Kind of wash. I know he rushed. He did. He didn't rush for a thousand yards, which is really weird. Um, but that was kind of out of necessity. Like the the, the Texans needed him to rush for a thousand yards just because he got all the carries. Um, all right, let me read off who went here. After we selected James Conner at five point two, goes Corlin Sutton, Terry McLaurin, Zach Ertz, AJ Green, Tyler Lockett, Keenan Allen, and then Chris Chris Carson at five oh nine. What value there? Le'Veon at 5'10". Um, and then to start the six, we have DK Metcalf, Jonathan Taylor, Devontae Parker, Darren Waller, Stefan Diggs, 
Mark Ingram, DJ Chark, and Debo Samuel, which I would not touch Debo Samuel with a 10-foot pole because I really think he's going to be on the pup list and will not play the first weeks, six weeks of the season. Well, yeah, that might be true, but it's what day? It's early January. Or nope, it's early July. And like, <laughs> if people actually drafting, like that information will be known by draft time. I still don't like it, though. I wouldn't even I, – I wasn't going to take him even if he didn't. Wasn't No, yeah, I wasn't who you don't him either. But, I mean, for the pub concerns, like this information will be known when it's the real draft, not just the mock draft. Um, so our current team, we have three running backs. we got Saquon, Clyde, and James Conner. Uh, so James Conner will theoretically be in our flex. Uh, and then our receivers are Kenny Galladay, A.J. Brown. So our five – we got our starting running backs. Um, I mean, again, it's not – we shouldn't just go by our starting lineup. It, we should just go by whoever is, brings us the best value. But I don't – we shouldn't prioritize running back. Um, well, can you click show more for the wide receivers there? What? Down, 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 down. Well, no, up now. Go to the, look at the wide receivers and then hit the show more button. Oh, right here. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so actually, sorry. Let's take a quick glance at the quarterbacks and the tight ends available just to see if we're missing anyone. So, sorry, tight ends, I don't really see anyone um, that I want. Hunter Henry, Evan Ingram, Tyler Higby are the three tight ends available. Right. In my opinion, I I mean, Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, and Darren Waller, um, you know, they're all gone and – I uh, not definitely not taking Hunter Henry or Evan Ingram, Tyler Higby. Wait this early, we definitely wait on them. Uh, Dak, Russell Wilson, and Kyler Murray. Um, I'd be fine with taking one of them within in the seven. I mean, we're in the six eleven now, but at seven two, I would definitely feel yeah considering them. So that's something um, we consider then. But I we should get a. I think we should get probably so, a receiver here. At running back, David Johnson is still on the board. David Montgomery is still on the board. And then we also we have Devin Singletary and Raheem Mostert. Um, so those are kind of the running backs we're looking at. I'm uh, Jack and I were actually talking about this like an hour ago, maybe two hours ago at this point. But we were actually talking about David Johnson. And uh, I'm not too high on David Johnson this year. Jack is a little bit higher on David Johnson just because he thinks he's going to see volume. Um, he is a little tempting because it is the it is the end of the sixth round. So like, you know, even if he kind of busts like six end of sixth early seventh round, like you know, who, I mean, it's not the end of the world if that pick doesn't work out for you. I mean, it's, it's something to consider. But let's look at wide receivers real quick. We also have Jarvis Landry, Tyler Boyd, Michael Gallup, Julian Edelman, Hollywood Brown, and Marvin Jones are kind of the guys here. I mean, I, I'm not getting Marvin Jones because we have Kenny Galladay, but. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I still think David Johnson is tempting. I still want to lean wide receiver. Um, I mean, of these receivers, there's definitely clearly one I'd get above the rest. It's Tyler Boyd. Um, I mean, he had terrible quarterbacks last year, and I. Joe Burrow, even though he's a rookie, I think he's going to be an upgrade. Um, and again, 
you can I don't know if you can see his game log here. Um he had a slow uh start to the season, but he commanded the ball more and he wanted more targets and when he did he produced more than late in the season. Um click on game log. Where's the game oh duh okay game log Steelers game. Steelers game was was what I'm talking. See, like after in their week eleven loss to Vegas when he only had one reception and three targets for zero yards, that's when it switched. And then his reception total for the rest of the season went five, 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 three, nine, five. Um I mean yards, I don't know this average. You could see that his statistically – he only had one touchdown prior, and then in the last five, six weeks he had four. Um, I like the pick. He definitely plays a lot better with A.J. Green on the field. A lot of people think he you, – you would think maybe his targets and whatnot go up uh, with A.J. Green not on the field, but he definitely benefits. If you look at the, st- the statistics, he plays better with A.J. Green on the field. I mean, at least to start the season, AJ Green's going to be healthy, um, and even with uh, even with without Green last year, he didn't play at all. Still gets ninety catches for a thousand yards and five touchdowns. So, and that's with Ryan Finley. Yeah. Obviously, whatever you think about Joe Burrow, he's definitely a slight upgrade, if not a moderate to even higher upgrade than Ryan Finley. So, I'm definitely okay with Tyler Boyd at this point. Um, the only other people I probably think about are Jarvis Landry, but we can go ahead and get a Tyler Boyd. Drafting Tyler Boyd. Um, all right, so oh, all those quarterbacks are available. Still Dak, Russ, and Tyler. Oh, wow. I was. I mean, I really didn't want to have to pick about, think about David Johnson. I was hoping he would go. But, right, David Johnson's still available in the seventh round. I don't know, I don't, man. See, this is the whole thing with drafts. Like, you could go in not liking players, but – If there's a value, you got to do it. At a certain point, you know, it, it like, like I just said a minute ago, I don't even like David Johnson this year. I think that there's something wrong with him. He was extremely inefficient in the running game last year. He was kind of saved by his – work in the passing game and he caught a couple I know he caught a long touchdown week one of last year um, but you know if he doesn't work out it's our seventh round pick and hopefully we have a good enough core at this point uh, at the draft that the Johnson pick's not going to hurt us that bad I mean he is our fourth running back so should have three other guys I think we have to do it we're doing it I mean he should be locked he should be locked and loaded for like at least 200 catches and sorry, not 200 catches, 250 care, 200 carries and like 50 catches. So, you know, yeah, it's a lot. and it's not like the Texans are a terrible offense. I know they might not have a great offensive line, but they've got the Sean Watson. So it's not like they have to respect his arm at some point, some defenses. Right. So I yeah, think the I touchdown, just, touchdown right. upside could be there. And I think we have to do it. Just with the vol. I know you said he was inefficient, uh, but with the volume alone, I mean, I told you this earlier. I mean, a player can be 
as inefficient as he wants, but if there's volume there, he's still going to produce for fantasy. I mean, it may not be good for real football if it's taking you a while to produce, but as long as he produces, I don't care how if it if it's on 35 carries or 10 carries, you know. Um, right. Draft. All right, let's do it. A lot of depth here. <laughs> I I still think we can get a good quarterback. Um, so now they're kind of starting to fly off the board here. A quick stat on David Johnson. He's had one one single game since 2016 of over uh, run, 100 rushing yards. Yeah, that's not that's a little rough. But we picked him anyway. Um, all right, draft board. So. Uh, David Johnson, then it went Raheem Mostert, Evan Ingram, Dak, Russ, David Montgomery, DeAndre Swift, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, whoa, a lot of quarterbacks. And then eighth round, we got Devin Singletary, Jarvis Landry, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, John Brown, Marquise Brown, Matt Ryan, Will Fuller. We are up at 809. Um, read off, I'll read and, off our team again. We Aaron, have, sorry, sorry. Aaron Rodgers has no business being picked there. A little high. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, our team we got three running backs, three receivers. Sorry, four running backs, three receivers. Uh, our running backs are Saquon, Clyde, James Conner, David Johnson. Receivers: Kenny Galladay, AJ Brown, and Tyler Boyd. Um, picks we may be considering uh, at eight oh nine: Kareem Hunt, Cam Akers, Julian Edelman, Tyler Higby, Darius Geis. Marvin Jones, James, James White, Carson Wentz, Sonny Michelle. These are just of uh, the total, like all the players uh, based on ADP. Um, what position do you think we should target? Or do you think we should go after a value of a player? What do you think? Let me look at uh, quarterbacks real quick. Uh, the highest quarterback was Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Stafford. So if we could get um, – well, let's see. This would be – we're at the 8-9 turn, right? So Correct. If we can get uh, Matthew Stafford in the 10th or 11th, I think that's good. That's who I would be targeting with the guys who, were, who are left here. I mentioned this earlier. I said uh, Stafford was the quarterback six, I believe, weeks one through nine last yep, year before his injury. Yeah. yeah. Um, and – I think he's such a good value late. I think he's going to throw the ball a ton, and that would be such a good pairing with Kenny Galladay. Um, but I think we should definitely try to wait um, for him. And if not, I'm fine with Cam Newton, honestly, after that as well. Um, sure. I, think he'll be, I think he'll be a borderline quarterback one. I think I'd be all right with him late. Um, I don't really like those tight ends as of now. So to me, the names that are sticking out, uh, I either like – you know, I think we should maybe pivot from running back for now. I think we have enough depth. Yes, yeah. Um, so going over to wide receiver, if you want to scroll up a little bit, some of the names that are available are Julian Edelman, Marvin Jones, Brandon Cooks, Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson, Jamison Crowder. Uh, I think Julian Edelman's a very safe play. I don't think he's got elite upside, but I think he's still going to catch a lot of passes. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, very different last year with Tom Brady. They bring in Cam Newton. He still, you want to click on his stats? I still think he had over 100 catches. I'm not mistaken. 
Um, yeah, 100 catches, 153 targets, 1,100 yards, and, uh, and seven touchdowns. So that's a great stat line, kind of underrated stat line. I know he's getting up there in age, but, and it's going to be a new quarterback. But I still think he's going to be you know, heavily utilized. I know, and like I said, I don't think he's got upside, but I think he's going to give us consistent weekly floor plays. Um, I love Marvin Jones. I think he can explode any week for 30 points, but we have Kenny Galladay, so right. I really don't really love pairing them together. Brandon Cooks is all right if, he's, uh, if he starts to slip, but I'm not certainly not reaching for him or even getting him at his ADP, but I'm okay if he slips a little bit just because I think he, he could be the main target there in Houston. Um, and I love Christian Kirk as well. I like a lot of these guys, to be honest. Um, but I think, you know, here's, what I, here's the bottom line for me. I like Julian Allman here specifically for the team we already have. Just just because I think Kenny Galladay and A.J. Brown come with a little risk for the spot we drafted them at. You know, A.J. Brown, especially last year, there was a lot of games where he had 30 points. Some games he had low outputs. And who knows, you know, some games how many times the Titans will be throwing. Some, some games they could give Derrick Henry 30 carries, not really right. feature their passing game. And going so, off of that, like Kenny Galladay and A.J. Brown, they're not big reception receivers. Like Kenny Galladay, we, we, I mean, we mentioned earlier, A.J. Brown, I know he only like 52. Oh, I did not click on his stats. Yeah, didn't he have? Didn't AJ Brown have like fifty-two receptions, and Kenny Galladay had like sixty-five? Right. So, so they're, yeah, they're I, not big reception receivers, and Edelman obviously is. He's like the definition of a reception or slot receiver. Right. So I really like that's another thing people should emphasize in their drafts. You got to look at the team you've already assembled, right? Right. Like I just said, like those guys could be a little bit volatile compared to the other guys, but if you get a guy like Julio Jones. Or, um, I mean, obviously, if you get Michael Thomas, he's as consistent as it gets at the wide receiver position. Um, you could maybe swing for, you know, some deep threats later in the draft who, you know, could be boom or bust plays. But I like Julian Edelman here just because I think he's going to be safe. And uh, those other guys could be a little bit, you know, not, they're still going to be great. I think they're going to be awesome. But I like Julian Edelman here to pair with our other guys. Yeah, if you weren't here, I wouldn't even consider Julian Edelman. He's my least favorite player in the NFL, one of them. Like, when, literally, whenever I see his name in drafts, I just skip over it. Um, all right. Drafting Julian Edelman. Um, and then Christian Kirk and Brandon Cooks went. So, uh, are we in the 10th now? Ninth. Okay, ninth. Uh, we said we wanted to wait. Hopefully, we can wait for Stafford. All right, there's three. Carson Wentz in the ninth or Stafford in the 10th? I'd still rather wait on Stafford. I think there's too many good players to yeah. pass up here. Um, we were kind of talking about it earlier, but I love Kareem Hunt still. He's still on the board. Um, we can go him. I don't know if it's too early for Deontay, but I would maybe think about him. Um, um, I still think if we go Kareem Hunt, we can maybe even not worry about the running back for the rest of the draft and just load up on quarterback, tight end, and a bunch of receivers. Just because, I, I mean, I love Kareem Hunt. I'll just give a quick 30 seconds why. Um, he, I believe he actually outscored Nick Chubb in, in PPR, full PPR, when he returned from a suspension in week 10 last year on. Um, I mean, obviously, this is a little different. This is half PPR. 
But I still think he's going to see a ton of work in the passing game with Nick Chubb there. Um, I still think he'll get eight to 10 carries a game. So we're looking at, you know, 13 to probably like, I don't know, roughly 11 to 13 touches per game for Kareem Hunt. You know, that's not going to, you know, win you any weeks or anything unless he breaks up a long touchdown. But I still think he's got some safe flex play, um, even if Nick Chubb is healthy. But if Nick Chubb goes down, you've got a league winner on your hands here. We're getting him in the ninth round. Because Kareem Hunt with no competition in the backfield is a top five back in the league, especially with Cleveland, who's got a much improved offensive line. Um, And they've got a run-first head coach who's going to definitely – make an emphasis on the run game this year for Cleveland. So I love Kareem Hunt, especially as our fifth running back. Like I, if, if honestly the first four picks, I was going to say it earlier are my dream scenario, like getting Saquon, Clyde, Kenny Galladay and AJ Brown, I would be ecstatic to start a draft that way. Um, and just, I love Kareem Hunt as well. I think he sticks out a sore th- as is like a sore thumb this late in the draft. Okay. I want to put the brakes on Kareem Hunt. Um, I just don't – I know he's our fifth running back, but, like, I don't want to draft a guy. I know he, – yeah, again, he's our fifth running back. I don't want – but I still don't want to draft someone where it's – he can be a league winner if Nick Chubb goes down. Like, I don't I, – Nick Chubb has never hinted at any durability issues or injury issues. Um, Kareem Hunt's very talented, obviously, with his uh, pass in Kansas City, but – I would rather go with someone who's going to have guaranteed touches like Cam Akers. It's going to be guaranteed workhorse. I know their O-line is bad with the Rams. Um, he's just going to be guaranteed touches in volume. Mm, I don't know if you're going to be guaranteed touches in volume, but, you know, it doesn't have to take an injury for Cam Akers to work. I get it. Yeah. You know, you, you're not relying on an injury for in terms of Cam Akers. I do – I don't think he's going to be like, I, I don't know. I don't think he's going to be guaranteed volume. Like you just said, I do think the Rams are going to employ a committee. I, I still think Henderson's going to get work. I still think Malcolm Brown's going to get some work. Um, and the Rams offensive line sucks, but um, I don't know. It, it's kind of tough between, I'd probably think about Deontay Johnson too. I don't know. Or Sony Michelle. I don't know. What round, are we in? what round are we in? Nine? We're in nine. Sony Michelle's not a bad pick. Definitely loses a ton of value as it goes to half PBR and especially in PBR. This guy gets no work in the passing game. That's um, true. Now, I mean, not that I think the Patriots could be okay on offense, but we'd have Julian Edelman, we'd have Sony Michelle, and if we – We'd maybe get Cam later. I don't know about feeling that many Patriots on a right. roster. Um, don't know if I love him in half PPR or PPR. Non-PPR, he's definitely a lot lot more interesting to me. It's like, I don't know. You can click on Sonny Michelle. He gets no work in the passing game. I know he doesn't. James White right. there. He doesn't have – obviously, you're, you're correct with James White there. I'd still draft Sonny Michelle over James White, which that goes against these rankings that it shows us. Um. Yeah, Sony Michelle had twelve receptions last year. I know. Yeah, he doesn't get any passing work. Um, I love James White, I, but I so Michelle's him. got like two fifty carries. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, James White is just such a his 
pat his receiving volume is crazy. It was 72 receptions, 645 yards last year. Um, he only had 260 on the ground. Yeah, I'd but the, even the people people don't realize. I mean, I I think people do realize, but receptions are just like five yards. so much more valuable. Like you get a, if it's half PPR, you get an automatic half point, and you're more than likely gonna you're probably gonna get like I think the average yards per carry, sorry yards per catch for running backs is around like I think seven's an average amount, seven and a half. Yeah. So you're getting like at least you're you're getting like double or triple the amount of points you're going to be getting on a typical carry. So like, it's just, I know it doesn't look like he gets that much work, but like it's so much passing work. It's so valuable. Right. I understand that there's value and it's efficient, but as I was the argument before, like, I mean, has this turned into a Sony Michelle versus James White argument where you take White over Michelle? Like, I would take White over Michelle. Yeah. I'd still take Michelle because purely off the volume and like, I know James White is very efficient in his in his touches um, because, as you said, yards per catch is so much greater than yards per attempt on the ground. But just the straight up numbers that like Michelle's gonna get 250 carries again, probably. Like I mean, he got it last year. Going off last year's numbers, who had more yards? Like Michelle probably had more total yards, 94. And nine twelve. What's that? That's like a little thousand six thousand. And then James White probably had like eight hundred, nine hundred. Yeah, but less touchdowns. James White has sixty more catches. Yeah, you're right. All right, which is thirty thirty more points. Probably about the same. You're right. Anyway, point is, I don't know if I want any of these guys. Do we want either of them anyway? Uh, no, that really derailed. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it back to Cam Akers or Cream Hunt, I guess. Are we gonna go? To, are we gonna target running back? I don't know. I, I don't know if I feel comfortable with Deontay Johnson here in the ninth. Yeah, especially uh, I see CD Lamb sitting down there, and I really like him. Um. Like later, we could wait on him. I try to limit myself to uh, one rookie per draft. Literally, just because we already get just, one, oh, we got Clyde. Just because it's, you know, I don't. Obviously, it's a very weird off season. Who knows how much time these guys are gonna get? That that's what does worry me a little bit. Like putting too many of our eggs in the rookie basket. Um, you know, I think we're getting one's fine, especially Clyde, one that we like. Obviously, we like him a lot, even especially this year. But just the weird, weird offseason kind of throws me a little bit. I don't want to, like, be it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would get Cream Hunt, but I, you, you can just take whoever you want here. Um, since we got Joe Adamant, I'm going to go not take Cream Hunt. I'm going Cam Akers. Oh, got a rookie. Okay. <laughs> And Kareem Hunt went next. Oh, a lot of players went. Okay. So, I'll read what went off. 
<laughs> Wait, we got AJ Brown and Kawhi. That's our third rookie. LOL. Um, AJ Hunt. Brown's not a rookie. Uh, that's right. Yeah, I'm stupid. Uh, after Kim Akers, we got Kareem Hunt, James White, J.K. Dobbins, Marlon Mack, Ronald Jones, <clears throat> Marvin Jones, Sony Michelle, Darius Geist. Uh, for the tenth round goes Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, Carryon Johnson, Tariq Cohen, Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson. Almost made it back to us. Uh, Jordan Howard, Jerry Judy. Um, Interesting how Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard go back to back. True. All right. So we said Stafford in the 10th. However, a quarterback has not been taken in a while. And Stafford is. Just hold on. Go up. Does, does Team One have a quarterback? Yes. Team One has Lamar Jackson. All right. So they're not. We, we're just waiting because they're not taking one. So. Right. So we should definitely wait till at least the 11th. Um, and there's still. Wentz is still available. Wentz, Breeze, Brady, then Stafford is how it's ranked. Um. We could look at tight ends. There's Tyler Higby, Jared Cook, Gronk, Hooper. You know, ah, sorry. You know what? what? I don't know. We should have gotten Cam Akers. We should have just waited and got Damien Williams here. He's still available. We could have gotten Damien Williams and just True. locked up the Chiefs and not worried about it. But that's all right. Um, nah, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Clyde's going to produce. It's fine. And to pick up the slack in the early weeks, we still have Saquon, Connor, and who was the fourth running back we took? David Johnson. David I think Johnson. I think we'd be perfectly fine. Um, so, I mean, I still feel like there's better value if we waited on a tight end even longer. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not huge on Higby and Jared Cook. Um, Gronkowski's yeah, fun, but no still, thanks. Like, I'd Jared still Cook rather have Jared, Jared Cook's getting negative touchdown regression this year. Mm-hmm. I don't want him. Negative touchdown aggression. Negative touchdown aggression would probably mean he's double negative going up. Um, no, no, no. Regression could be the other way. Regression, you always you re, you regress down or progress up. And if you're negative regressing, won't you be progressing? No. Positive touchdown regression. Negative touchdown regression. Okay, maybe you're right. Anyway, Tyler Higby, Jared Cook, and Gronk. Are the next tight ends the best tight ends available? I really, I think there's much better value. I think in Hooper, Hurst, Gasecki. I love Hooper and Hurst. I love, I love both of those guys a lot. Especially now that Njoku is probably gone, I'm, I'm back on Hooper. Yeah, he's he was the tight end one before he got hurt last year. He was. Oh, so I good. know. I had him in three teams. Um. So yeah, yeah, we'll still wait on tight end. Um, we have five running backs. I'm. And the running uh, back, Damian Williams is still I, there. <laughs> I'd love, I love Crowder. Yeah, I, okay, that was the name I was gonna say. I Crowder isn't really like a flashy pick, but his, I just feel like he's gonna get like thirteen receptions a game. He's not gonna get that much, but he, uh, <laughs> he's good. Yeah, he's good. And even though I the love Jets, the Lamb, Jets, yeah, like the Jets bring in Brashad Perriman and Denzel Mims, like it's, I mean, no. Crowder's still going to be the number one target. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I get, get Crowder, here, Crowder I, here, even though I love I don't Lamb. Think twice, I don't think twice about it. All right. Who will be there next? Uh, then let's see. Nicole Harmon and Damon Williams went. I like. I also like Nicole Harmon, too. I haven't really thought much about him, but I don't know. There's just a lot. There's a lot in that offense. I don't know. 
I think he's gonna take a, like he's gonna surpass Sammy Watkins like clearly this year in my oh, opinion. Right. He's the Sammy, number two. Still Sammy Watkins, but he's like that makes him fourth in pecking order of their skill positions. I know, but I they're they're gonna throw a lot. Right, they're they're a, they're a very potent offense, but still, I can't. It only takes one. It only takes one target. It only takes one target for McCall Harmon to have a good game. If he surpasses Sammy Watkins, first off, Sammy Watkins is injured half the year anyway. If he surpasses Sammy Watkins, I've never who values Sammy Watkins highly. Like he gets like he he'll go off for like 149 and two touchdowns in a week, but then he'll be silent. He'll hold be silent for the next like two or three. You know. He stinks. Let's go up and why would take our quarterback? Let's take our quarterback here. Um, duh, no quarterbacks have been taken. I want to wait even longer. Should we wait? I don't know. I, I guarantee they'll all, all four. Like, when's Brady, Breeze, and Stafford will all be gone? Uh, unless, you, unless you're fine with Cam Newton. Well, let's see who else is there. What about tight ends? Nah, still same situation at tight end. Um... I don't know. I like C.D. Lamb. I like Lamb. I like Tate, and I like Preston Williams. I think, okay, I'm comfortable if Cam is going to be there in the next or at our next pick. In the what round will that be? Uh, twelve. Cam will be there in the twelfth round. If he's, and we may get lucky, and either Stafford. Or they're probably not, but Wentz will be there. Um, so I think I'm actually comfortable waiting on a quarterback. Um, tight end, we can wait still. Not getting tight end. I think I want to go Lamb here. Can we look at running backs again? Uh, hold on. First, I want to look at our receivers. Receivers, we have Galladay, Brown, Boyd, Julian Crowd, Julian Edelman, and then Jameson Crowder. Lamb will be our seventh, seventh uh, receiver. Six, six, yeah. A six is a very comfortable number. Uh, number, number I'm comfortable with. Um, I'll show you running backs again. Uh, the best running backs available. Um, Keyshawn Vaughn, Matt Breida, Philip Lindsay, Tevin Coleman, Tavis Murray, Matt Alexander Madison, Daryl Henderson. Love Alexander Madison. Alvin Cook is no bueno. You think would you get Madison for the contract holdout potential or injury concerns with Dalvin? You could don't say both. Which one would be is your what are you thinking about right now? If I had to pick one, I'm gonna go with injury, but it's literally both. Well, about the contract hold out. We're gonna know more info in two months when drafts are actually happening. So I, I if if it's more heightened concern that Dalvin's holding out, Madison's not gonna be here in round twelve in the real thing or whatever we're in round I don't know. But if he if he if he signs then maybe he'll drop lower and I'm still taking him because I still think he's gonna get hurt. Dalvin Cook I'm just I really don't think he can finish the season. Um all right, I don't want to get him though here. All right, well let's get uh, let's get Lamb. Even though it's a lot of rookies, but I like Lamb. But it's just it's tough, you know. Yeah, you never like, know what this season. thousand yards this this season. Where is this guy? 
Um, CD Lamb, where are you? Here we are. Welcome, CD Lamb. A lot of picks. All right. Guys are flying off the board. Stafford is still available. Sweet. I'll read who went off. Uh, after Lamb goes Matt Breida, Anthony Miller, Keyshawn Vaughn, Jared Cook, Philip Lindsay, Emmanuel Sanders, Tyler Higby, Austin Hooper. To start the 12th, we got Daryl Henderson, uh, Latavius Murray, Tevin Coleman, Carson Wentz, the only quarterback to go, Devonta Freeman, Deshaun Jackson. What? Zach Moss, Alexander Madison. I forgot Deshaun Jackson's still in the league, to be honest. Oh, Madison almost came back to us. Um, we got five. First off, we've, we're through 11 rounds. We've only drafted receiver and running back, which I love. Um, our running backs, we got five running backs. That's fine. Uh, six receivers. That's also fine. We only have three picks left, and we will definitely be spent on quarterback tight end. Um, let's, get, um, let's go Stafford and Hurst. All right. I'm going to select Stafford. And then uh, Tony Pollard, Robbie Anderson went. You really want Hurst? Boy, go up. Let's see who's here again. There's no Hooper. I think he got picked. Yeah, Hooper did get picked. Gronk. Go up to tight ends. Or down. Gronk, Hurst, Gasecki, Fant, Hawkinson, Jonu Smith. I think I'm. I want. I'd rather get two tight ends than two quarterbacks. What do you think? Yes, but I want Hayden Hurst. The Falcons have a 39% target uh, vacated targets this year, which is first in the league. And those um, are Hooper. Hooper's targets. Hooper, no more. Devonta Freeman. Right. Um, Muhammad Sanu had a, a decent Sanu. amount before he was traded last year. Yeah. Um, is it even worth reading off those picks? Eh, we'll just do it. I'll do it real quick. I'll do it. Um, after we drafted Hurst, went T. Higgins, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Gronk, Henry Ruggs, Daniel Jones, Duke Johnson, Noah Fant. And to round out the last round goes Baker Mayfield, Mike Gesicki, Preston Williams, Boston Scott, Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Rashad Perriman, Sammy Watkins. Um, that leaves – we say we get tight end. Uh, the ones available, we got Hawkinson, Jonu Smith, Dallas Goddard, or Blake Darwin. Um, it's kind of tough because we have A.J. Brown and Kenny Galladay, and we're starting between Hawkinson and Smith. That's true. I personally, um, I mean, I know I, you know I love Hawkinson, but I think that he has the most upside for our last round pick. Like, what's the difference between like, like a, a tight end we're getting here? Like, we can stream it. We can pick a tight end off waivers of the same value. So we got to go for upside here, and I think Hawkinson brings the best upside out of the rest of these tight ends. I mean, he's should very highly. Look, should we just should we just look at other positions real quick, just to make sure we're not missing anyone? Um, 
Oof, Golden Tate this late. He should have been picked already. Cam is still there, but... Uh, Jared Goff. Kirk. Kiel Harry. Curtis Samuel. Samuel. Ragor. Naheem Hines. AP. Justin Jackson. Nope, that's fine. Let's go with a tight end. Probably Hawkinson, but... yeah. I mean, there's a chance Hawkinson could be a mediocre tight end this year, um, but there's a chance that he can, uh, I mean, skyrocket to elite. And there's a chance. Right. little concerning with three lines, but I'm fine with it, I guess. Oh, did pretty well. They rank us an A, 93%. Nice. So All I'll right, so read off, you read off our roster. All right. Starting quarterback is Matthew Stafford. Starting running back, Saquon Barkley, Clyde Edwards, Elaire. Our three wide receivers are Kenny Galladay, A.J. Brown, Tyler Boyd. Starting tight end, Hayden Hurst. In the flex, we got James Conner. In our bench, we have David Johnson, Julian Edelman, Cam Akers, Jamison Crowder, CeeDee Lamb, and TJ Hawkinson. Um, I'm happy with this team. I think it's very well balanced. Like you, you said earlier, our first 11 picks were spent on running backs and receivers. I mean, it's so important this year to get depth because guys could be out with Corona, shorten off season. You know, maybe they're, I don't know. There's so many wild cards that you just want depth more this year than any other year. Um, and I think we did just that with this draft and, I think uh, we'll, we would be very happy if this this team played out. Yep, I definitely agree. Did go a lot of rookies. Um, yeah, that's a little – I mean, that, that's something – I mean, I don't know, a little concerned, but I love all these rookies. Not Cam Akers, but C. Lamb and Clyde, so they could pop off. Yeah. All right, so hopefully we'll do a little bit more of these. Uh, stay tuned for some mock draft Mondays. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, as always, send us any questions, DMs, episode topics, anything you guys want. Uh, we are here for you, Hogline Nation. So we are going to cater to your needs and your questions. So That's right. feel free to communicate with us and let us know what you think. We can post this team. Um, we'll let, and then we'll let you guys know. You Sorry, you let us know what you think of it. So be sure to do that. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Hogland Podcast. Follow me at Mitchell Manis. Follow Jack at underscore Jack.Manis underscore. And subscribe and follow us on all platforms that you find podcasts on. And spread the word. Um, yeah. We're going to be finishing Jeopardy up soon, the basketball episodes. We had a little bit of a delay, but we should be getting on track pretty soon in the coming days. So stay tuned for that. And um, – I believe that's it. Um, Anything else? Nope. That's it. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Close this out, Justin.